So this week I got a question from Wayne on YouTube who saw my video about buying a business with no money. Wayne disagreed with the video. He said that anyone with a bit of brains could put a deal together without using any of their own money. Otherwise, leverage buyouts wouldn't exist. So this week I'm making a video for Wayne where I'm gonna explain how leverage buyouts really work and if it's actually something that could be done by somebody with no money. Take a look. Hey everyone, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, and uh, soon to be podcast feed, where I talk about buying and selling businesses, um, borrowing money, lending money, managing small businesses, personal wealth issues of business owners, and anything else really that people wanna ask me about. This week's question is about a leveraged buyout. What exactly is a leveraged buyout? Because it's a term that's heard in the media, and there's also a bunch of great books that were written about LBOs back in the 1980s. Uh, Barbarians at the Gate, I think, was one of them. So it's a way to structure a deal using borrowed money, basically. And in my career as a business broker, I actually used LBOs a couple of times when we were trying to do share deals um, because it's what made the most sense and it's what was able to allow the buyers to actually bring some bank money to the table. So let's take a look at the whiteboard and uh, I'll show you exactly how an LBO is put together. All right, so I've drawn out a diagram here of a, a deal basically, it's gonna be a share deal. So on this side, I have the buyer who's gonna buy ultimately and control the business at the end of the day. And the business that we're talking about over here, I've called Selco, and it's owned by the seller today. And under Selco, there are assets, land, receivables, machinery, inventory, etc. And the buyer would like to purchase Selco, and he's got his own company set up to do this. It's one of the things that you need to do when you're doing a leveraged buyout. And what the buyer is going to try to do is he's going to try to convince the bank to lend him money based on putting security against these assets. Now, that would be like me going to the bank saying, hey, I'd like to borrow money um, and uh, I'm willing to pledge security of something that I don't own today. Now, <clears throat> on the surface, someone might even argue that that's kind of like fraud, but it's just, it, it happens every day, for example, when you go to buy a car. You say, I want to borrow money um, and I'm going to take that money and use it to buy this car. And the bank typically says that that's okay as long as at the end of the day, once the deal is done, the bank has a lien on those assets, okay? So when we do an, a leveraged buyout of a share deal like this, and this is the typical structure, what ends up happening is the buyer goes to the bank, the bank approves the loan based on the value of these assets. The bank then gives the money to the lawyer with instructions which say, you can only disperse this money if we are given a lien that is good against these assets in case the loan is ever not paid, we can then come and take these assets, just like a mortgage on a house. So the lawyer says, yes, I can do that. So what happens is the money then goes to the lawyer and then the buyer purchases through his company the shares of Selco. So money or consideration then has to go here. And at the very same time, this company has to offer a lien to the bank, but the problem is that this company doesn't own these assets. So in an LBO deal, there's a big long boardroom table at the lawyer's office because what happens is there's paperwork from the bank, there's purchase and sale documentation between 
the buying company and the seller. And what also has to happen at the same meeting is that the BICO who borrows the money is merged with the Selco. So whenever you do a merger, then all of a sudden you have to have the directors of this company resigning, and then you have to file all the paperwork with the government to execute a merger. And now you have one company, let's call it Nuco, which both owes money to the bank and owns these assets. So now Nuco can offer mortgages or liens, etc., to the bank on these assets, which it now owns. So what you've basically done is you, you create a debt in one company, you have assets in another company, you merge them together, and the, at the moment the lawyer actually gives the money to the seller, the bank is secured by liens against these assets. So this is something that happens usually uh, with bigger deals where you need to do a share purchase, and the purchase price obviously is going to be related to the value of this selling company. Um, the assets, yes, can be leveraged, but here's the thing, and, and this is the part that I think Wayne is missing. It's very difficult to borrow 100% of what an asset is worth, right? You can't go and borrow 100% of you know, what buildings are worth and what receivables are worth, etc., because what the bank is going to look at is they're going to look at what is the balance sheet, what we call the opening balance sheet, of this new company going to look like when it starts to function. Now, this can, this type of structure can provide 100% purchase financing under certain conditions. Number one, the bank's not going to give you 100% of these assets. There might be another kind of lender involved called a subordinated debt lender who has a form of debt that's kind of like equity. And I've already done another video on this channel about subordinated debt. But those guys are going to offer another loan at a higher rate of interest. So the only way it works, though, is if this company over here, the BICO, actually has a strong balance sheet to begin with. What they're actually doing if they do a 100% finance deal is they're leveraging not only the assets of the company that they're buying, but they're also leveraging the equity that already exists in the purchasing corporation. Okay? So this is how you do a leveraged buyout, and it's a very complex deal. In the Buy a Business with No Money video, I started the video by saying... I was answering the question, could a person who was flat broke with no money buy a business and, and operate it successfully um, using 100% of other people's money in, in a borrowed sense? Not necessarily talking about things like bringing on equity partners, and that's a subject for another video. Um, this kind of deal, um, the legal fees alone in a deal that I did, which was only like a million dollar deal, uh, were well over $10,000. Uh, simply because there's so much stuff that has to be done at the lawyer's table on closing day. So it's certainly not the kind of thing that somebody with no money could do, but it is the kind of thing that happens uh, in the world of bigger businesses, particularly if you've got a strong balance sheet company that wants to do this to basically gobble up another company. And at the same time, in these deals, like all the deals I ever talk about, there is always a certain amount of vendor financing, either in the form of the seller taking a note or in the form of the seller accepting some of the equity of the new company, uh, which is how big corporations do vendor take-back, basically, is they offer the seller some shares in the new entity. Anyway, Wayne, I hope that answers your question, and uh, keep them coming. I love to answer questions that come in from people about how to do these deals, and um, 
We'll talk to you next time. Don't forget, go to davidcbarnett.com, sign up for the email list so that you get the videos every week and access to any special offers or news about live events or promotions that I'm doing. And if you want to learn how to successfully buy a business, make sure you go to businessbuyeradvantage.com where you can sign up for my nine and a half hour uh, course. Basically, it's videos, audios, it's workbooks on how to buy a business. And what's great about doing it online is you get to set the pace and you get to redo the videos and, and any updates I do, of course, are given to you. Thanks. We'll see you next time.